I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Syrupcast, Mobile Syrup's Canadian tech-focused podcast. I'm Patrick O'Rourke and Brad Bennett a man who continues to refer to himself as the bad boy of tech. He's across the internet for me. He looks like a bunch of pixels on my screen right now. There's like some kind of buffering bitrate issue with Zencaster, but he's here. He's at an undisclosed location inside a video game. How are you doing, Brad? Brad's mic is unplugged because he moved it right before we started. And Damn it. Oh, no, it's back. I oh, he's back. There. Here it is. He's here. I hit the mute switch because I was searching something on the keyboard. I was trying to be quiet, but I'm here. I'm alive. Apparently, I'm pixelated. Hopefully, when you guys see this on YouTube, it's not as pixelated, but we'll we'll see. Happy to be, be here. Happy to talk about foldable phones. We also have Dean Daly with us on the show today. He's covering all the Samsung stuff. If you go on Mobile Syrup's homepage, it's like deansyrup.com right now. Um, so he'll be talking about all that with us. How are you doing, Dean? I'm good. I'm uh, talking to a, a Patrick and a pixelated person, so it's it's good. It's great life. He looks I like, like uh, he's like in a Ness game or something. Oh, one hundred percent. That's exactly what he looks like. He is Ness. He's Ness is my favorite Smash Bros. character, and, yeah. I, and part of it was because I always people always called me a little boy. I'm spiritually connected. <laughs> great, great. I like it. It's the youth. So. Last week, we talked about leaks leading up to Unpacked, Samsung's August Unpacked event. This week, all of the devices have been revealed. We have tons of stuff to go over. There's the Galaxy Buds 2. There's the Galaxy Z Flip 3. There's the Galaxy Z Fold 3. I practiced before this podcast the names of those phones, so I'm hoping You're to get really them right good. at least 75% of the time. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but as always, before we get into the Samsung news, we're also going to talk about... Uh, pixel stuff. But before we do that, let's um, get into the hottest news of the week. Okay, so the uh, first thing coming up on the hottest news of the week is there was this HB, uh, essentially, so I guess I'll just preface this by saying a Chromebook, when it is not in a laptop form factor or a tablet form factor, is called either a Chromebox or a Chrome Base. So Chromebox is like, the desktop tower equivalent, usually they're about the size of like a Raspberry Pi, and a Chrome Gate. Chrome Base is an all-in-one PC. Yesterday, HP revealed this new Chrome Base all-in-one PC, but the like hook of it, the gimmick of it, is that the screen goes from like a regular computer landscape mode to portrait, um, which I just thought was hilarious. I don't know, am I out of touch? Like, do you think people want screens that pivot so that you can use, I guess, apps like in the world in like 21 inches? Just 21 inches of your favorite app. I'm honestly still confused about this Chrome gate and Chrome bait stuff, but I mean, it sounds like something people might want, maybe. No, a Chrome base is an all-in-one PC that runs Chrome. A Chrome box is a tower of a PC, although they're really small usually, like a little box that 
just runs Chrome OS, and then a Chromebook being the Chrome OS devices that we know. I have never heard of these terms. And they're wait, super so rare. Then, so, yeah. and then now you're saying that there's a display with a Chrome box? It's like, it's like an it's iMac. It's an all in one right? PC, yeah. Oh, it's like an it iMac. Runs Chrome that runs OS. Chrome. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, to cool, me, cool. it's weird because Chrome, like, I, I don't know, when I think of Chrome OS, I think of like education, right? And typically you associate like laptops with education devices. So to me, it's like, I didn't even know that they sold like devices that ran Chrome OS that were desktop. Like I had no idea. Yeah, I, I kind of assume this is for like, the affluent middle-class family that maybe has a bunch of laptops already, but like wants some sort of like communal device to maybe put in their kitchen. You know how people used to have those little office nooks in their, in yeah, their kitchen yeah. with like, like a phone there so they can like sit down and take notes and all that jazz. Um, like maybe this would go, go there. Um, and my like, laptop. My yeah, that's Chrome, kind of the thing. My Chrome, Chrome OS knowledge is my, my oh. Chrome OS knowledge is a bit like low, um, but it can run Android apps, right? Can't it? Yeah, exactly. That's sort of the twist of this is because it legitimately twists to go into a giant 21-inch portrait mode screen. Yeah, it's a phone. It's a huge phone. That's how it looks, actually. Yeah, yeah so 100% it is. You have like iPhone stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. actually not a bad idea. It's really... Like it, apps so you can see them from far away. Yeah, is it touchscreen, uh, yep. Bennett? Yep. Yeah, okay. This makes so a lot just... of sense. Swipe through a giant TikTok. Giant TikTok. 21 inches of yeah. TikTok. The only way you're TikToking bigger than this would be to, like, obviously attach a phone to a bigger screen or buy the Samsung Cero TV, which I don't know if you guys remember from. Yeah, CBS I actually saw it on the Best Buy it's, recently. Yeah. Yeah. My friend was telling me about them the other day, but I was like, they sell those here now? What? People are people oh, yeah. buying them? And apparently, no. a little bit of people are. Um, but if that's the case, it's not a bad idea. And I'm okay with this Chrome. Bait box base. Chrome base, bait. not Chrome bait. Chrome bait, Chrome bait is a whole... an interesting name for a, a product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chrome bait, maybe this is because it's kind of clickbaity with this whole twisting thing getting us in. But anyway, it <laughs> looks really cool. We're not going to talk about it that much, but or that much more, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> do you, I guess the question I'll leave you guys with is do you think? In the future, this will be a feature that will come to like more computers. You know, five years from now, iMacs, iPhone PCs will twist so you can run Apple uh, iPhone apps in portrait mode on them. I hope so. This is a great idea. All right. Especially All right. for the teens. The teens should love this. And I'm a teen at heart sometimes. So, wow. Well, yeah. I think it's heart. a gimmick. Nope. All right. Moving on. Um, the next one, this is actually a story you wrote, Dean. So maybe you can talk a little bit about this. But uh, Eastlink is doing rollover data, which oh. is something we haven't seen for a long time, or if ever, I don't know if there was ever rollover data in Canada in the past. I know rollover minutes um, is like a big thing or used to be and then kind of went away. Do you think that maybe this is like the resurgence of that on, of course, like the data side, which is obviously what people want nowadays? Not at all, because the big three in Freedom all have, and Videotron all basically have unlimited data, right? So why would you need to rollover data if your data is limited? Uh, Videotron does this thing where they, if you buy a big enough plan, you'll get a hundred gigabytes. Yeah. hundred gig bucket that if you ever go over your data, you you can get, you do have that. And then Bell, Telus, Rogers, Freedom all have unlimited data. Uh, Of course it gets 
Um, throttle down after throttled after twenty or thirty games. Or whatever your plan is, yeah. Um, but I mean most people don't get to pass that. I all my friends who have unlimited those plans, they are never ever reached their their max. And if they have, they don't notice. So no, I don't think it's a thing that will happen. Uh, maybe like the smaller brands might do it. Like maybe you will see like Lucky and whatever the other public mobile do stuff like you don't, the public still not there. even like a Fido, not even like a Fido Kudu uh, version. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'd I think like those... to see it with them. To be honest, I, mean, I, I would, I would. Kudu, yeah. 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 I, I, it's so funny. I think. So I think that would be a good just, idea. I feel like those brands still have too much pride, kind of, because they're still like so close to the major brands, and then they're and then a lot of their their big thing is if you if you want more data, switch over if tell us or switch over and like they do those like crossover promotions they often have. Um, so I don't think it will be. I don't think it's gonna be like a big thing rollover data, but I think it's a cool cool idea. I can yeah, see I'm, some carriers offering it, like some carriers but like specific plans like lower tier plans it's a big yeah. thing in the u.s rollover data at least to my understanding yeah. we've never really seen it here very often if you saw yeah, my rollover plan that was like five four or five gigs as rollover data i think she'd be like psyched and she'd probably be rolling over like two gigs a month um, that's true but yeah rollover data okay after hearing your perspective, I'm like a little less sold on a team. But when I first thought, I was like hyped. I was like, oh my God, we're going to do it. Roll over data. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, the next thing is the Galaxy Z slide, which I'm assuming you wrote about as well, just from the I... headline of it. But um, wait, why? What is you write about mind. all the Galaxy leaks. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't uh, write I'm this? like, did, I did write else? it. I did write oh, it. Okay. But I'm like, is my, like, is my, uh, is my like right it was my headline like kind of weird or not but it wasn't weird i no, guess no, but yeah, anyways yeah i did write about it uh it was a patent founded by let's go digital um that like ne- netherlands place company that netherlands works from netherlands yeah thank you um and it's like a slide phone like it slides out i think it slide out yeah it slide out to become like more like a tablet um and it had a name and it had like the tech it tried to explain how it would work exactly and it was was, the patent was published um by the wipo like the world's intellectual property office um and it can come out i mean who knows if it ever will but it's possible we see patents like this all the time though right like they don't always turn into a phone it was just for me it was just interesting because we hadn't seen one like that before from samsung sometimes patents tell a story right like you'll see something related Mm. to a hinge then a display then the actual phone itself this was just like everything kind of in front of you so i i I don't know if it'll ever come out but yeah i don't know if it'll ever come out either when i was looking at this story like the way that they seem to be implementing this like slide mechanic just seems like a less appealing version of a fold i guess like ideally it's thinner overall because you don't have that folding mechanic but what like shook me was like, how do you fill in the space once it slides out? So like the render sort of looked like a normal phone with a screen on one side and then a screen on the other. And then when it slid out, the screen on the back would be yeah. like f- slide around to the front. And it's just like, how, what are we holding on the back then? Like where are your hands? Is there like an empty space? You know, that's kind of where like I was worried about. 
um, that makes sense to me when because like yeah, it's really be on the back and then it like disappears to go to the front. Anyway, I prefer that holding was... phone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I want to see it first before I want to see sliding phones. I mean, like LG was supposed to come out with one, but they died. Um, TCL is supposed to come out with one, but I mean, they're taking their time. Um, so I mean, I can see Samsung doing it first next year. That or would be crazy, actually. If all the like when the foldables were all popping off like a year ago or two years ago, whenever the first like fold came out, and we saw the HTC or not the HTC, the, the Huawei like Fold X or whatever it was called, and we're seeing like all these different like hinges and fold designs and all like the rollable ones. And then it'd be crazy if Samsung just like kept taking the crowd with the first to market at the time. Um, but yeah, and then the last thing on hottest news of the week is just more Quibi shows are coming to the Roku channel. So if you have the Roku channel and you're looking for something to watch on TV, there are more Quibi shows coming. I believe there are 16 of them, including a few that have never been seen before. They never even made it to Quibi. Are they all exclusively Quibi shows? I believe yeah it's so. all quibi content yeah okay i think they said there's 23 shows but i didn't know that all of them were quibi i, yeah. I got an email about it yeah do you have a roku is... have you watched any of them no no i don't uh, is the show about the dude that just rolls like fancy spliffs for famous people is that available on roku yeah that was actually on the first wave and i saw oh, a few episodes of that nice. that was funny um, Alex and I, I watched watch the, Anna, the Anna Kendrick one where she's like becoming friends with Dan Harmon's sex doll. Yeah, I, I saw like two episodes uh, of it when it, when I had Quibi, when Quibi existed. Super, super weird ending. Just like ends really randomly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We Oh, actually, one of the shows Alex and I watched the other day, it's a cooking show where they explode food. And then the people have to go blindfolded into the well. The food is exploded onto them, covered in like just a mess of exploded food. Okay. And then they need to guess by like eating the exploded food with a blindfold and like touching it, what it is, and then go and cook it. Um, and that's quite a show. <laughs> that's something. It is. Amazing. It's really, really off-putting. Sounds like, a, like oh, that sounds totally like a Netflix is. reality show. It is, but it happens like so fast because like the whole thing with Quibi was like what like five ten minutes per episode, yeah, even less sometimes. Quick. So yeah, you like watch someone get exploded with food, like lick it up, you're like mm, maybe tomato, and then like cook something, and then it's over like that, which is a little weird to be honest. Maybe on my phone I would like it, but what I'm starting to realize as well, some of the like some of the Quibi shows that like will have short episodes but continue to carry like a longer story throughout an entire like season, I'm I'm enjoying. But then the ones like this where it's like a reality show or something where it's like just a whole bunch of really small episodes that aren't really related or like aren't carrying a story forward, I guess. I'm having like a harder time getting into because it's like it feels like you're watching just like half of an episode or like a trailer for like a Netflix show. I know what you mean. It's a bit odd. Yeah. Um, either way, though, I'm coming around to the Roku channel. Like the more times that I find myself within it, the more times I'm like. I should be in here more. There's like lots of good stuff and I don't really mind the ads. So that's all I have to say about that. Should cool. we talk about folding phones or you want to talk yeah, about let's... like not, non-folding phones? No, we'll, we'll talk about folding phones. Um, so I'll, I'll set the stage really quickly and then I'll throw it off to, to Dean who's actually used these devices. So the first phone we're going to talk about is the Z Fold 3, the successor to the Z Fold 2. There's a few things that like based on Dean's hands-on that I kind of picked out that I thought were interesting about this device. But I think 
one of the interesting things that I always find with these phone releases, particularly with Samsung devices, is how close the actual device itself is to the leaks that we we like have been reporting on for a year at this point. Dean, what is like are the leaks correct with with the the Z Fold 3? Like are they accurate? Like as far as I can tell they were. Sorry, one second. Oh, this might be this might be it. What okay. is it? Who knows? I wonder, I wonder <laughs> peek inside and see if there's an embargo. Peek inside. No, look inside the bag, Dean. Check and see if there's any like embargoes or anything. I Will no embargoes. I just got a text from Samsung wow. that there are zero embargoes. Then rip open that bag and let's see All this right, bad so boy. We are actually switching it from patch question. We're going straight yeah. to a, something else. If you're not watching this podcast on video, you have missed out on Dean getting a brown paper bag, came in the door behind him. Uh, someone said, "Woo!" now he's opening it. There's a small black box with a Z on the front. I wonder what, what it is. Be? Zoodles. Oh, my. Ooh, wow. That was right a fast there. unboxing. There's the phone. Holy Fold it. Yeah, it was just, this is it was flip, just phone right? and box. Yeah, this is the flip. Did it come um, in the charger? Headphones? Any of that stuff? All right, let's look for that stuff. You're right. Yeah. So I had opened the box, all right? And then, then here is a SIM key. Oh, great. Okay. The phone was in the box laying flat. Was that correct? Yeah, like laying flat. Like Interesting. That seems like anything. the less effective way to package it. That's, how the... About. That's how the other one was packaged, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And then it came with a cord, a USB-C to USB-A. Oh, it dropped. Oh, C to A, eh? See Power brick, power brick. Do we got a power brick in there? Um, yeah. I don't charger. see a power Phone brick charger. so far. Nah, it's not in there. And zero power bricks. Wow, wow. you heard it here first, folks. You got to take some pictures of it today for, for Instagram. I will, I will, just because before industry. I destroy it. Um, and here's what color did you get? Was it a black one? Well, oh, this is the white one. one. Yeah, it's not. I actually nice. specifically Show asked the for a different color. Let's hear that snap. Ooh. Ooh. Right. <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels um, kind of cheaper than last year's model. But I mean, whatever. I saw that it's... in your hands on. I was like disappointed because I was so excited because like I could get this phone. And this is like a price point that regular people could afford. But then you're saying it doesn't feel as premium as last year's. And last year's did feel, or whenever the other one came out, it did feel quite premium. I remember like using it briefly. It was really nice. I think the I think the reason why it feels less premium is because the the way premium has shifted over the past um, two years, where um, your premium phones kind of feel matte now, like your your Z, sorry your your Z, like your Z Fold three, yeah, the S twenty one, even the Z Fold, like the last Z Flip. Um, I think Apple Apple's phones are kind of. Yep, not matte, matte but they're they, they're matte yeah even the pixel 5 which was a not a premium phone at all it was matte right so to have yep. a phone that's not matte anymore and that you can get like glossy is kind of like pretty weird and feels a little less premium and also the sides are kind of like they're i don't they're not actually thicker but they kind of feel thicker i don't know it feels it that, feels that um i forgot yeah. what the buzzword they had for it was it's like some kind of stainless steel edge yeah they call it armor aluminum armor um aluminum. this but yeah and it, it's supposed to help it keep like it's supposed to help it keep um protected and strong and um and help with the folding mechanisms and all that stuff 
but it kind of it makes it feel a little bit block um bulkier and heavier i mean it's not but it kind of feels it that feels way. like it is yeah um which is why it kind of feels cheaper but again the phone is 1259 or something or 1260 um so rock bottom prices yeah it's it's, like it's it's not the cheapest phone on the market but it's cheaper than an iphone pro max and an iphone or iphone 12 pro max and an s21 ultra it's it's like what bennett said i would describe it as like a price that somebody would actually pay for a phone that's not like a phone enthusiast like i I know we've we've totally changed i guess the the format that we're going to do for the show thanks to this awesome surprise but with the z flip 3 like you've kind of set the stage is there anything else new about the phone that listeners should be aware of? Yeah, there's this, this there's new screen here. Um, it's one it's point, bigger. yeah, it's one point nine inches compared to last year's one point one inches, one point one inch. And you can't, it, was, you it can couldn't actually, have been an inch last year, really. One point one, so yeah. tiny. It's like a fingernail. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this was so you can actually do stuff with it. You can actually take selfies with it. You can see your, you can actually read. I think they said five lines of text now with it um whereas before it was like two lines if that um the last one you could take selfies with as well but you would only see half your face which is like what's the point of that um whether whether apps you can actually use samsung pay with it i don't use samsung pay at all ever Uh, i immediately delete it and use google pay but you can use samsung pay with it which is pretty cool um super cool other than that they this main display has a 120 hertz screen which i thought was really missing from the Z Flip 5G, like last year's model. Um, At this price point, people will be happy to have that. Exactly. And it has a Snapdragon 8, processor, um, which is the the newest one available on phones. Like, I mean, I think Qualcomm announced the trip, like 888 Plus, but it's not out on any phones yet, um, I don't think. So be more than fast enough, though. I mean, like top of the line flagship processors for the last two or three 100%. years. One hundred percent, just snappy, snappy, snappy. And I think last year the Z Flip had like a the eight sixty five, which was already old by then. I think. Yeah, the right? the plus was out, wasn't it? Yeah, like eight sixty five plus, or isn't that what the the upgraded version of it was called? Yeah. No, how did eight? No, because no, last the year the flagship would have been the seven hundred series. So the sixty-five, I think, would have been like the remake with some newer features of the flagship from the year before that. That's... No, eight sixty-five is the newest one. I'm an idiot. Yeah, that was my bad. Um, because it also the fold two also had an eight sixty-five. So and they had the, the fold two had the newest one at the time. So oh, I was wrong about that. But either way, it's cool that it has like the highest processor. It's cool that it comes with um, a one twenty eight screen. It has a dual camera, twelve megapixel each. No telephoto that you can expect on an ultra twenty one ultra. But um, the twenty one ultra is like, now. yeah, it yeah. does have waterproofing. IP, I always forget IPX8. about that. Uh, yeah, exactly. IPX eight. Which is huge. Like that was one of the compromises you made with a foldable phone for the last two iterations. Like that's, I don't know, like you can't understate how big that is. Like if you get water on it, it's totally fine. Whereas before, like your phone's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. We were talking talking like a podcast ago or two podcasts ago, but using tablets in the tub and it's like Samsung made it happen, so I'm not going to come at them for that. They made the dream, my dream, come true. Everyone here heard me talk about it. It's live in the presentation today. The lady was using it in a tub or like an outdoor 
summer tub that as jealous was, i wanted that to yeah be so classy but yeah super exciting stuff i think that's cool like reading a little book in it the one thing that i was gonna say is just like i wrote a whole story leading up to the release of the fold three and the flip three about like what's better clamshell or, or like book folding and i came to the ultimate conclusion that like folding out like a book was better because there's a practical purpose but looking at both those devices today, like beyond the leaks, just seeing what they truly look like, I want the Flip 3 again. Like, yeah. it just looks cooler <laughs> to me for some reason. And like, I can't even, I can't re really articulate why. Like, if I was going to go to a store and money was no object, that's the phone I would want. It's just, there's like a, there's still a cool factor to being able to just like snap it shut. And the fact that it looks like a little Nintendo uh, Game, Game Boy, Boy Advance SP. SP. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's super cool. The yellow one I kind of like too, right? There's like a yeah. yellow color. Yeah, that one is. Really this is cool. that is it. This would be like the yellow color, I think. It's it's called. Oh, white. is it? Okay. Yeah, it's like a, it's like so, a kind of like a beige, champagne-y, not yeah, champagne, yeah. but like a beigey color. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into companies using like these more yellowish shades to like sort of replace that like gold. You know, it used to be always like black, silver, gold, and I'm like liking this yellowish shade. It's it seems like the Pixel Six is kind of doing that too. Right? There's no like gold. Yeah, there. it's like a, it's, it's more like a yellowish now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting stuff. So readers I will obviously see your review on the site at some point in the next two weeks or so. I think we'll probably get something up before the official release on the twenty seventh, but. It's not just the Z Flip 3 that we have to talk about. There's also the Z Fold 3. Unfortunately, someone's probably not going to knock on your bedroom door and, and drop that off. Uh, we will have a review of it on the site. Dean's going to be handling that for us. But with that particular device, I think we've mentioned some stuff that's like across both phones, like the IP68 um, water resistant. X8, sorry. Yeah, water yeah. resistance. Is there is there anything like substantially upgraded other than the like, hole punch camera that that covers the screen that like based on your hands-on you you really weren't a fan of oh uh, wait yeah the, yeah the under camera, camera specific sure you, you go first dean and i'll ask my question at the end might yeah the under display camera it wasn't like horrible or anything um it just wasn't needed could be pushed back to another phone you i think i, I took a picture of it you can see where you can really see where it is on a white background despite it being like under the it looks display. awful is that what it looks like in stuff. real real life in that picture oh. i thought that was like a demo where they were like this is where the camera is it's under these red dots but that, <laughs> no. that actually looks like that yeah it yeah. actually looks like that if you if your screen is white you cannot you can see it if it's black you can sort of what? see it and when you're watching a video it almost goes away but if you look if you know where to look it's there um but white backgrounds i was just like man like is this what it looks like it's yeah. rough man yeah um it's i mean it's not horrible i it's it's not horrible i think that i just don't think it was needed yet i don't think it's um but it's other than that the phone also has a it's also thinner it's lighter um that one's actually lighter the fold flip three is not lighter than the flip 5g and i thought it was but the flip uh the fold three is actually lighter it's actually it's thinner it's thinner it, too right yeah, it's, it's noticeably thinner. Um, it is it, the display, like the Fold Two, had that like screen protector on it, and it was super obvious from the get go. The flip, looks bad. Uh, the, yeah, like I the have fold, a Fold Two. I've I've used it quite a bit, and it, it does not like the screen protector. I'm Mister Screen Protector Man. Put those on all my phones. I was so tempted to take it off this device. <laughs> it just makes it look bad. 
Yeah, the Fold 3 screen protector is there. You can't take it off. I was told by Samsung you can't take it off, but it doesn't look as bad. It looks like they've definitely worked on it. Uh, because when I first looked at the phone, I was like, is there a screen protector on it? And I kind of do like, yeah, there is. Um, but um, it also has a 100, 120 hertz screen on the front now as well. Um, just Ben. I know, I know Bennett. <laughs> I know Bennett had something he wanted to ask, but before we get to that, the the taking it back to the camera, like the the um, what do they call it? The the technology that they're using to cover the lens. Does does it have like oh, a specific name? It's like under display under display camera. camera sorry. Yes, yes, something. Yes. It's weird yeah. though. It, it's yeah, it's just UDC. Sounds backwards. Does does it shoot photos that are as good? as what the previous fold was capable of or does this cool new sort of cool new technology is there a compromise in there because based on your hands-on and just like what i've seen other people say it sounds like it's not quite up to par with the fold 2 which is extremely disappointing to me because otherwise the phone seems like there's no compromises it's just like a regular phone that folds which is sick like that's what i think foldable phones need so i took a selfie with both phones and I, I couldn't use that selfie on my review or anything because um, that's how it always well, works. I I didn't get to keep I didn't get to send anything to me or anything. And I they also, also they don't let you take those photos from from yeah. their events. I also wasn't even allowed to do a selfie on my own phone. They were supposed to block out the camera, and they just missed that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I did a do, yeah. yeah, I did a selfie this with phone, both they put, phones. They give you like tape to put over your. Yeah, phone. exactly. Yeah, I still have yeah. it on one, on the phones, um, but <laughs> yeah. but I uh, I took a selfie on both phones, and honestly, it wasn't a huge difference. Also, there was poor lighting. We were sitting on couches um, in front of a TV. Like it wasn't the greatest situation to be taking a quick selfie in but like the different it looked like less light got into this like it looked like the there was a little bit like it was a little bit darker but it was not a huge difference obviously i would have to do like a full review to really see it um and i only took that one selfie but it wasn't that bad like it could have been far worse and i expected it to be far worse as well okay but don't get me wrong i don't think it is a good selfie camera either way like the selfie camera on the fold uh two isn't the i mean isn't the best anyways three no on either yeah they're not not great like the the fold two's camera was outdated when it when it came out Uh, exactly yeah so i mean the the reason why I don't think if you take if you want to take a selfie on your fold, just use the back cameras because you can. There's two, the display there. You can just do it. The back cameras are better. Um, so I don't even know why. Like I don't see why you need it to the point where like I don't even see why they like instead of an under display camera, just have no camera. It's not necessary. What about you, for if you like want to take a selfie, uh, use your front camera. But you could like or, put it on the table like this and have the camera like here. You know, yeah, like I guess Bennett. If you think of it like that, <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, I but what are people? Do- a... But what are people doing with phones that don't fold and they need to take a video or need to do a uh, like a video? They hold it like this, and they could have did that with the front camera on the cover display as well. What was your question, question, Bennett? No, Dean covered it. It was just like in the photo he had taken for the site of the um, under display camera technology where those like red lines activated or was that a demo? The fact that they're okay, actually visible was like, 
That's what I was wondering. I do not like that at all. Cause Again, that's, I only that's saw that on the white display when it was like yeah. a white background. But I mean, like, you see, yeah, but like, there are quite a bit of white backgrounds when you're on your phone. News Google flash, Chrome exactly. Yeah, like, like this, all the settings. Instagram. Live in yeah. dark mode or, or burn out your eyes. <laughs> yeah. So two, two final questions before we hit the ad break. One, how much does the Z Fold 3 start at? We know it's more expensive than the Flip, but like, what's the starting Canadian price? So it starts at uh, $2,269. Nice. Which is still too um, much. For the 256 yeah. gigabyte version. Okay. Um, and for the 512 gigabyte version, it's $2,409. Um, this is way too much money, especially yeah. if you're looking for an upgrade for your Note. And you're like, well, I want a phone that can use an S Pen. Because it can use an S Pen, which is cool. Um, yeah, but, you're carrying around in your pocket though yeah and that's when you can because it doesn't case. it doesn't like it supports an s pen but it doesn't carry an s pen they um, made a new s pen that folds right but there's no no-no. s pen like slot to put it in i don't think the s pen fold i it just called the fold edition it's just called because it works they were calling it folding yeah, no, if it folded, it, I would have been all over that. I would have been writing yeah. individual posts about folding S pens. It it works only on the fold. That's why it's called the fold edition. It doesn't work. So well, Ben, well, Ben, it's googling the the other question that I have, and He's this was right. a big issue that I've right. had with because I've used both the the uh, the Flip five G and the Fold two, and I spent some time with the original Fold. You can see the crease where the fold is, like that is present even when the phone is like unfurled. I didn't see it as like that big of a problem. And I really, really got used to it after using the phone for a couple of weeks. But is that still present on both these devices or has Samsung found a way to kind of minimize that crease? No, it's still there. It's still there. Okay. It's still there. I, I've been, I used the fold too as my primary device for over a month. Um, so like, I don't notice it at all. Like, I don't think I even mentioned it in my hands-on because I don't notice yeah, it. I, I only realize, I only realized to like talk about it when I read your comparison between the, the and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's still there. Like for my pictures, I'm looking at it. It looks like it's still there. Yeah. Um, but it, again, if you buy a foldable phone, you will get so used to it and you won't. I don't think you'll notice it um, at all. Okay, cool. Let's uh, hit the ad break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So the next two things we're going to like pretty quickly talk about just so we can get to to pick the Pixel 6 and the Pixel 6 Pro, which were relatively recently revealed to on a surprise holiday Monday, which was was pretty awful for us anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's the Galaxy Watch 4 and the Galaxy Watch 4 Classic. Dean, when I look at these watches, even after seeing them in the event today, which literally only happened a couple hours ago, they look the same as previous Galaxy watches. 
my understanding is that like all the cool stuff is on the software side of things with the partnership with Google. Is that accurate? I mean, sensor wise, they've added more sensors. So that hardware wise, okay. like they've, they've done that. They've, um, I took notes and I have the notes and I don't have them right here. So like they added, they added more sensors and stuff. Um, ECG doesn't work in Canada still. Neither does another sensor. I think it's blood pressure monitoring. But it could um, come, right? They just need Health Canada approval. Exactly. Literally, he the the Samsung rep was like, "We just need to flip a switch. It's on over the year update. It's there. It will keep even go on your old. It might even go on your other Galaxy watches that support it." Still. They're probably in the approval process already. Like that's the way it worked with um, the Apple. Apple Watch. Like when yeah. it launched in in the U.S., if you asked them, Apple's boilerplate response was like we're working through the process of approval with health Canada. Yeah. So the itch. So yeah, there was more sensors. They have an SPV 2 sensors too. I don't know what that means. I just remember those acronyms, the acronym. I think um, it's blood and, oxygen level. Yeah. Isn't that blood oxygen? Yeah. And that works in Canada and they have, they have other, they have other sensors that also work in Canada as well. Um, but a lot of it is software size. And, and they also got rid of the galaxy watch active branding. There's normal active brands. It's just Galaxy Watch and okay. Galaxy Watch Classic. Um, but on the classic, on, on the software side, like there's new stuff now. It's it, there's a combination of like Tizen and Wear OS sort of joining forces, right? So Tizen's basically dead. Okay, it's really just Wear OS with one UI on top of it. Okay, I misunderstood that then. Yeah, so Tizen's, Tizen's not really a thing. It's more or less one UI with a one UI. It, it's basically like an Android phone with a, like, it's basically a Samsung phone now um, with Android and one UI on top of it. Um, the, it kind of reminded me of, I have never used Wear OS one. It kind of reminded me of um, Apple Watch, like parts of it, where you're going okay. through your apps now. You can see like there's a whole bunch of, apps displaying at once uh i think i couldn't get a good picture of it because um i was really focusing on the phones to be honest and when i yeah, it, it didn't have a lot of like taking a picture of a watch is never easy i find um no, it's true. if you if you do it by yourself um especially if you're wearing it i've been there many times. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, i've done that too never there. fun um so yeah it, it looks like a kind of looks like a apple watch interface where you go scroll through your different apps and they're all kind of there and you just try to you pick one um but other other than that it's it other than that one part it's pretty tizen looking like it looks like your old galaxy watch um it it seems to work the same too uh the galaxy watch classic has the bezel like the rotating bezel and you can still use that oh cool um it the the benefits of google were supposed to be better battery more life more app support better watch fa- or more they can work better with developers so that developers can make more watch faces and can make more apps if you download a app on your phone and it has and it has an apple it has a galaxy watch app as well like if if say if you download spotify on your phone it would, automat- it would automatically download on your watch as well. So it's like the Apple Watch in that way. Sure. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it works on the Apple Watch. Well, that, that's like a good place. That's a good question to ask Bennett. Like we were talking about this before the podcast. Like for me, I know like I'm not, I'm an Apple user, but like the Apple Watch is so far ahead of anything that I've tried with Wear OS and I've used several Wear OS watches over the years. 
this seems like Google and arguably even Samsung's best attempt at like truly, truly taking on Apple with the Apple Watch. But Bennett, you had like a bit of an interesting perspective on that. Like you would rather see Google make its own watch, right? Oh, yeah. I just was like, they opened the presentation with all the watch stuff and it was just like getting kind of boring. Um, it's not even that I would rather see Google do its own watch. I think the more Wear OS watches, the better. It's just like, I feel like with Samsung finally switching to Wear OS, the accusation of Fitbit finally going through, like we are, the writing is on the wall that we're about to see a Google watch. I, I don't know, maybe not. I feel like I've said that many times, but like, it seems like it has oh, to I happen. Like, why would Samsung switch to Wear OS? if Google wasn't about to push it really heavily. And yeah, that's fair. Um, this is something that's been kind of going on behind. People are talking about this in relation to the pixels. The Pixel 6 is like in some press interview, it was The Verge or maybe Marquez. They told one of those people that they're going to be spending a lot on marketing. Or no, it was an investor call. Google told its investors that in the back half of the year, they're going to see bigger spend on like marketing than they ever have in the past. I think the general assumption was that that's a, the Pixel 6 and Pixel 6 Pro. Google, you know, finally in that flagship territory, blah, 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 blah. But perhaps also that means like a new watch is coming too. And they're going to be like marketing the crap out of it because they just haven't had a watch before. And now they have the software to support good watches. It's possible that Google might just treat Samsung's devices as like good enough for replacement of a Pixel watch. But... I guess I think I also see from your point where it, it is possible they might launch a Pixel Watch. If they don't launch in this year, though, I don't think we'll ever see it. I just want to no, see. No, if it's not this year, it'll be the next or the year after that. I think with Google doing its own chips, I think it's just a matter of time before they're basically copying uh-huh. Apple on the other side across product platforms. They have to, right? If they're the anti-Apple, they have to compete in all the categories that Apple competes in, and they already. I want to see a viable own. Apple Watch. Like, why do Chromebooks come? Why are Chromebooks here if that's not the case, you know? So the, the the last thing that we have from the show are the Galaxy Buds 2. I would say that they were probably the least interesting announcement. Based on, like, what I read in your post, Dean, they just sound like the Galaxy Buds Plus slightly rebranded, at least at yeah. the outside. You kind of got to listen to them first and see what they sound like, but based on their specs, that's the vibe that I was getting from them. Yeah, it seemed like it, and they're they're even getting rid of the Galaxy Buds Plus. This is the two, right? Yeah, they're getting rid of the Galaxy Buds Plus now. Uh, it's being discontinued. They're only they're replacing it completely with the Buds Two. Um, they were talking about it a lot, and honestly, I have no frame of reference because I've only ever used the Galaxy Buds Live that are currently in my ears. Um, I love them. But, I got them in my ears too. Oh, I want the Galaxy so Buds good. Live too. Yeah, one hundred percent. Everybody makes like, fun of me when I talk yeah, about them on Twitter, like how much they I like are the them. best. <laughs> They're so comfortable, man. So I forget. I I've fallen asleep with them in my ear. Oh, um, I have all the time. Yeah, but yeah. So the buds. It seems like it's almost. It just seems like the second version of them. I don't know if there's a huge differences. Um, uh, I they were hyping up call quality, like the microphones on them during the presentation. Yeah, so there's something I'm excited to see. There's three mics now, um, and they have they've added some sort of software to make like there's crystal three clear mics. Is there stuff? noise canceling? Is there noise there's noise. Coming? There's active noise okay. cancellation, and there's ambient yeah. sound with three different levels of ambient sound. Oh, I think oh, the buds. One of the other buds had five levels of ambient sound. 
Um, I just don't know which one it was. And um, one of the other buds also had so three. Many now. Yeah, one of the buds also had three levels of active noise cancellation. And from my understanding, this one only has one. Um, but again, it's it's like it's one eighty nine. So it's supposed to be framed as their more affordable one, I think. Um, in comparison to like the buds live that started off at like two fifty nine, I think. When they there are sometimes it's really $10. cheap. This is ten dollars. The buds two, the buds pro two. What are these? Galaxy buds two are, are ten dollars more than the Beats Studio buds. So huh. It's like a pretty interesting middle of the range price point, a very competitive price point. I would okay. say. Uh, they also talked about long battery life, but I think it was only like seven and a half hours per bud, which is a little above the average, I think, in my experience. Yeah, it but is. not. I, like I think the average is six. Groundbreaking, yeah. like these guys. Yeah. Which are the Master Dynamics MW8s, but these are like stupid expensive. Yeah, we can't see what you're pointing at, buddy. Yeah, we, I, yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot I'm pixel super pixelated. God, I can't even <laughs> tell when you're talking or when you open your yeah. you, you literally look like a video game. Like, I just see your mustache is like two pixels and like you have yeah, a red You look on. like Mario yeah, you mixed do. with Ness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah That's it. actually funny. Where's my green hat? Oh, God, I won't do oh, it. Luigi. But I, used to, I have this green hat that I used to wear. And I literally found it in my grandpa's basement. And the first day I took it out, I was like wearing it. My, as I had the mustache at that point as well. <laughs> and my cousin like came around the corner and she was like, hmm, looking like Luigi today, huh? And I was just like, <laughs> I guess so. Well, well, you're wearing a red hat right now. So we see Mario. Yeah, yeah fair enough. I'm a pixelated mess. If you, uh, I hope I hope this pulls through at the end because I it set up my lights. And uh, I'd like it to not be terrible. Anyway. So let's switch gears a little bit, talk about the Pixel and the Pixel 6 Pro. We knew this was coming, but we didn't necessarily know this announcement was going to specifically arrive on the holiday Monday, I guess last week. Thankfully, Karan was working and he like, he killed it. He did a really good job with the coverage. I edited his story, but beyond that, I don't know a heck of a lot about the, the upcoming Pixel phones. Like, so for once, I really don't have to just play like dumb host guy. I truly don't know a heck of a lot about them. Bennett, do you want to like set the stage here and tell us what is new in these devices? Yeah, so I yesterday went on a crash course. I mean, I know somewhat, but yesterday I went on a crash course of learning all that I could about the Pixel devices. Basically, I think I'll start with, as far as we can tell, Google seems to be wanting to push these harder than any phone they've pushed before. That's what I was saying with the uh, possible investor spending or the ad spending that investors were talking about. Mostly, be really, mostly like most likely being related to the Pixel 6 and Pixel 6 Pro. Maybe there'll be a watch, but definitely these phones are coming. Google's shown them off. Polarizing design, I think. When we first saw them, people weren't super into it. Although, I think people are starting to come around to it now. The bump looks less pronounced than it originally was. I've um, always the loved bump, the design. Dean's always loved the design. But yeah, that bump houses on the Pixel 6 Pro, I believe... The two regular cameras, I, I okay. So the main camera is fifty megapixels. I believe the secondary ultra wide is also fifty megapixels. So where do you get where are you getting megapixels from? Um, this would I don't know this. I just have it written down, but I basically was like on the verge. I listened to Marquez do his like talk. Okay. Uh, okay. He just made I've only up. yeah I, I've only I've only I've only been listening to the verge stuff, and they're like we don't know megapixel stuff yet. But I haven't listened to Marquez, so maybe he knew more. Um, he probably has had the phone for eight months. Yeah. The review's already finished. He's just waiting for the embargo to lift. Because the Verge, yeah, they only say they know. have the wide angle, the ultra wide, and the telephoto. But I'll stop talking. 
you go. Keep going, buddy. Fair enough. And then, yeah, I mean, the other note that I got is that the telephoto is only on the 6 Pro and it's 48 megapixels. Um, and this being a huge jump in processing power because Google's using their own chip this time, which they're calling the Tensor chip, hence ideally giving them power to push these more camera improvements, which you may have noticed over the last few years, they haven't really changed their camera uh, hardware very much. You know, it's been 12 That's... megapixels for like three years now, I think. That's the big 16. draw this time, right? Is the fact that Google's making its own chip. Like that's what's exciting. Am I am I correct in that? Um, I think they're trying I, to make everything exciting. That's part of it, but you go deep. I was just gonna say thing. Same thing. I was just going to say the same thing. Uh, it all seems exciting to me, just because, yeah. especially because of this. Seems like a huge jump in comparison to last year, where Google only launched two mid-range phones really because the pixel 5 only had a mid-range processor as well um so this seems like a they're trying to make everything a lot bigger and more fre- like like ab- like enticing sorry that's the word i wanted yeah everything yeah everything's supposed to be more enticing the chip you know faster better pictures better video specifically they're really hyping the video this year which makes sense because i think it was you the iphone or iphone 11 or iphone 12 or Apple was like, we're hyping video really heavily. OnePlus has been hyping video lately. I don't know about Samsung. I'm assuming they are as well. Yeah, they hyping have video well. um, should be like the fastest AI on a phone, you know, faster than the Pixel 4 and all those like custom neural chips that they had before. Um, that should be faster. Uh, oh, and then with that new chip, it should allow for more than three years of software updates. So oh, cool. right now, Google can only do about three years of software updates because that's what like Qualcomm allows. But if Google owns the chip, in theory, they can push software further like Apple does with its products. So, you know, down the line, we'll be seeing larger groups of Google products getting updated at the same time, which is a big thing. Um, just sort of these are kind of randomly. I didn't organize this half of the notes very well, but the regular Pixel 6 is going to be matte. And then the regular Pixel 6 Pro is going to be glossy from what I've learned. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're supposed to be, we don't know the pricing, but it's supposed to be premium pricing. So I'm expecting 1000 to 1300 somewhere within that range. What do you guys think? I'd say the Pro might be even up to, I don't know, 14, 14, 15. That's what I think too. Just oh, because, because you got to right, also yeah. include like, they have the QHD plus display and their, this, their new sensor is going to cost more. It's spending more money to make the sensor and... Well, they're no. actually, I think they're talking in the Marquez video that the sensor could be less because it's more of a Google thing and they don't involve Qualcomm as much. So it's, they're kind of cutting out a middleman in terms of like buying products. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but that could go either way. I mean, because this is a newly developed sensor, I'm sure there's a lot of R&D costs to offset with this. Um, and then, yeah, I think the last thing that I kind of read or heard, I guess, was like they maybe released it in this really weird way, which like Pat said, it was a holiday Monday in Canada. Google basically tweeted out and they're like, pay attention to this Twitter account in 30 minutes, 15 minutes, yeah. 10 minutes. I don't know. Here's all the new pixel information. Um, but the thoughts are because Apple, Samsung, everybody's going to be going so hard in the paint this fall on their own phones. Maybe if Google shows off their phone, shows off some of the things about it, some of the enticing reasons why you might want it, it might hold people back from buying you know, the new Samsung as soon as it comes out at the end of August or the new iPhone when it comes out in September. It, what I'm probably the most excited for about this phone is that apparently it will be the best phone for uh, taking pictures of black people because that was a big thing at oh, Google. Oh, that I. was a Google right? initiative. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally, um, totally. And true. I'm very excited for that. Um, yeah, that'll be cool to see if it makes a big yeah. difference. 
but they, yeah, they're right. That that was a huge thing. Um, when when can we expect to see it? I guess would be the the last thing. Like, is this going to be a September October release? You guys late think? September mid to to mid October latest. I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna put my money down on early October. I think this will be That's after Apple, too. which would be why they preeminently 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 announced it. But I think it's I, gonna be early. October. My only guess, the only reason why I even said late September is just because last year the Google Pixel Five came out in September. Uh, what's pretty interesting about this is that uh, the display guy Ross Young, who is like a CEO of display, display stuff, analyst. yeah, and. He was talking about this display from last year. Like usually, usually he's not talking about stuff a year in advance. But last year in, like I think it was like July or August, he was like, "Oh, Google's gonna come out with a phone this year with a six point seven inch QHD plus display with one hundred twenty hertz refresh rate." That, that is what he That's said. That's only the six Pro. The That's six, the six regular Pro. six yeah. is ninety hertz it's, and six point four inches. Yep, yeah, uh, and full HD plus. But he he was talking about that for a year now. So I think Google has been working on this phone for a while, uh, which also makes me think maybe they might launch it in late September. But again, to mid-October would be the latest. Like I, We, we will see yeah. it by October 15th, is my guess. They're just not going to want to go head-to-head with the iPhone, right? Like that wouldn't be smart marketing. No, I think or... they do. They like, did. That's, that's the they whole did point last of releasing year. it early. Yeah. That's they, the whole point of why they, they showed it off already, is so that when the iPhone when comes they out, they're it? competing. When did they release it last year? September 28th. Okay, so it did then. Interesting. That seems stupid to me. Don't do that. Take your own spotlight. <laughs> like, take a note from the video game industry and, like, don't directly compete. Just drop stuff, like, at different times. I don't know. I, I do understand I think all what companies you're saying, directly compete, though. I think all phone companies do it, right? Yeah, that's No, I mean, not all. Samsung picks August for the oh, Note series, too. But... Yeah, I mean, even Samsung's predicted to re- um, release another phone in o- in October. Um, what phone? now? Google the S twenty one FE. Oh, the fan mm-hmm. edition one. Yeah, yeah, no one cares about yeah, that true. phone, despite it being yeah, really but good. I, in in theory, so rumor has it the S twenty one FE was supposed to be this August release. Yeah, and then the flip and the Chip. fold were supposed to be an October release to compete. Chipset delays. Yeah, so I mean. I think that's what they do. And I, I, I think that for me, I will be very excited for the Pixel 6 Pro. I'm, I'm excited for Material U on a on a flagship phone. It's supposed to have a curve, like slightly curved edges, which I love on phones. Um, display, yeah. But what I want to ask, though, is that um, it's supposed to only have a four times optical zoom. Yep. And I guess just that beats just the Pro. And I guess that beats Apple, right? But it doesn't really mm-hmm. compete with any other, any of the other Android. Not Samsung with the with the S twenty one Ultra. I think up to ten times. Optimal. Yeah, I had ten times zoom. Huawei pushes ten times zoom. Is it? I confirm. I do think that the the like zoom race is pretty dumb once you leave optical. Like once you go to hybrid and once you go yeah. to like entirely digital, it just looks bad. Like they're not good pictures. Maybe they are for some people, but I, I always like look at them and I'm like, this looks like trash. I wouldn't post this anywhere. But like yeah. 10 times on the Ultra, the S21 Ultra, that was like the killer feature of that phone. That was quality that I had never seen before. Um, but it, it was kind of like in a league of its own, right? Like there wasn't other manufacturers, I guess, maybe with the exception being Huawei that had ever really done that before. 
I think Huawei hadn't done it before. They've always, no, they okay. I think it's always hybrid. And then they do, uh, I think, I don't know. It's been a long time. I haven't used a Huawei phone in, since like a while. <laughs> Apple's not kicking it up a notch either, like based on rumors, like it's all going to be the same, the same mm-hmm. deal. So I, it, to be with, fair I, though, is the zoom really a selling feature? I did this like camera comparison the other day of like phones to like higher end cameras and the iPhone came out the best just because of like color reproduction and sharpness, to be honest, just pure, simple, natural reproduction. Having that oh. zoom sure would be helpful, but the photos were just better. I, I guess a lot would you, disagree though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think for you, maybe, like your personal taste in photos and probably myself as well. But I think a lot of people care about Zoom. Like, just and you got to remember, like, Marquez's videos, right? Whenever he compares yeah, his yeah, cameras, yeah. a lot of people do. The iPhone's usually out in the second round. Yep. Right. Yeah, so, because people are like, the photos are too dark. There's too much contrast. People like images that are bright, right? And they're wrong, but that's what they're <laughs> You know what I mean? Like a good photo yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, something yeah, that's like sure. totally washed out with no contrast, but people, yeah, yeah. it's all like based to personal taste. Like I can tell someone all day that like that photo looks like trash and you should be liking this other darker, more contrasty, moody image. But it, it all comes down to like what you personally like in images and people tend to go towards anything that's brighter. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, cool. I, I think that's a good place to, to wrap up the Pixel conversation. I, as we said when we were leading into this, I, I'm going to delay us to just, just squeeze yeah, in. I was waiting thing. for it. I was waiting for it. You always do it. And you, and you raise your hand too at the same time. Just wait, wait, hold. It's like you're pointing the at the bus. clock. It's like you're yeah. point, you, you know the time's up. Um, but basically, this is something I just heard in the Marquez video, but they were calling it a camera block, not a camera bump. And I was like, interesting. I think that's very suiting. I think we should adopt that. I think the Pixel 6 has a camera block, not a camera bump. I did, Thoughts? I did Sweet. like the 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 bump. I, I don't want to call it a block, but I did like no, the bump. Gonna, I think it, I think okay. it's neat that it was like a almost like a visor, <laughs> gave the phone a unique look. So that sort of Daft Punk helmet look, eh? Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's the master. Then it's like, then it's like you're not gonna call it the block. You're just gonna no, go I'm, back to the bump right in front of my face. It is. Spit it on my face right here. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of here. I wish I could like leave this podcast and come back. I really. I am. Yeah. I'm excited to review the Pixel 6 Pro just because of that champagne colored one. It just looks that yellow one you were just talking about. Looks yeah. so nice. Um, and it like there might be also be a foldable this year, so who knows? Google, Google might be doing things. Yeah, they've got this chip now. They can put it in anything. You know, let's get a let's just like skip the next five years of development. Just put the chip in Chromebooks. Put it in watches. Put it in everything. Put it in your everything. Apple Home Minis. Everything. Put an apple. Apple won't like that. Yeah, put it no, in a no, MacBook. I'm pull an apple. Like, how yeah. basically their mobile chip <laughs> is like. This is like breaking it down to like the the stupidest level, but like basically their architecture of their mobile chip is like in everything that they make now for the most part. With I think It'll, the it will be apple interesting though exception. that Google will be doing this because I mean Samsung's been making its own chip for hundreds of years now, but it's just not allowed in North America. So it's weird that it not it's weird interesting that google's chip will like will have that extra competition because literally it's only ever been qualcomm not only it's, ever but it's been mostly qualcomm and abionic for the past like five ten years it's not necessarily that they're not allowed to really well okay they aren't allowed to read it release it here but it has has to do with like qualcomm 
their contract with Qualcomm where like there's like yeah. a North American exclusive thing. I don't I don't think anyone's actually ever looked into that. It would be it would be interesting. Um, I guess yeah, Huawei so, had its own chip too, but anyways, yeah, very briefly. Yeah, forget about that. Yeah. So yeah, they, we'll have reviews of all these Samsung devices up on the site over the next couple of weeks. Dean is handling the bulk of them. I know Bennett's going to be doing some of them too. Um, and then yeah, Pixel stuff will be happening uh, during lovely Techtober amid the iPhone stuff. It's going to be a couple busy, busy months for us, um, but it's also the funnest time of year, which is cool. But let's get to the games that we've been playing. So I'll start it off. I'm playing a game called Kingdom Two Crowns for the Switch. I think it's on pretty much every platform. It's hard to describe. It's a side-scrolling, uh, like kingdom-building game, but that is also a tower defense game. You're like a king on a horse, and you upgrade your buildings, and you build buildings, and you collect coins from your subjects, and you have to build walls, and you protect them from these enemies that come at night. Never heard of it before. Saw that it was like on sale in the eShop one night uh, when I was on vacation and I just just bought it and I've been hooked on it ever since. It's um, If you're into like tower defense or kingdom building games, like or not even kingdom building, like, like simulation games like SimCity or whatever, like you'll, you'll, find, you'll find something to like here. I will say that if you get it for the Switch, it runs like trash and lags all the time, despite being a game that um, just features like pixel art graphics, which I find shocking optimize your games optimize them please i don't um, want to lag you know uh we were talking about that snowboarding game i was playing on mobile a few weeks ago and we we're talking yeah. about like i was like i think this looks better than like some switch games so my time in porsche came out on ios recently which is i believe a switch pc game and yeah. it 100 looks way better on ios really? than switch yeah like there's like grass texture that you can see on ios and like more models of things in the environment like it is it is quite a difference it's surprising the, the switch, switch is, is old it's just it's old man it's like it was old when mm. it came out and now it's like five years old like it's really 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 showing its age across the board i know that you can still make really good looking experiences on it and i've probably said this on the podcast before but mario golf like that's i know it's not made by nintendo it's made by camelot but it's a first party game and it does not look good. And it's a golf game. Like there's not a ton of detail in it. Golf, and it looks, people. it looks bad. Yeah. Green the switch, courses, need, little white balls, figure it we out. We need a new switch. Jesus. Yeah. Um, after all that trash talk on the switch, my game is also for the switch. <laughs> um, but I've talked about it previously on the podcast. It's called Loop Hero, kind of a roguelike game where you sort of control the environment um, and equip your hero, but then he sort of performs or he or she performs all the actions on their own with the equipment and the world that you built for them. Um, that game is finally coming to Switch. You see PC only. I knew it was like meant for mobile, meant for Switch. It's finally coming. Um, I don't even know when because like John just sent me that link literally right before we came to this podcast and I haven't even read it yet. Um, but Loop Hero, come to Switch, watch for it. It's, it's one of my games of the year. It's super, super good. Will, would i like it is it a game that patrick would like because i need a new switch game to play when i'm on vacation next week i think so i don't know if it's going to be out by that time i mean i'll, I'll i'm googling it right it. now live on the podcast it's yeah, releasing well, this I... winter so i will not be playing that this next week just stay on vacation <laughs> just, just until the winter time will just disappear yeah although you could play it on your mac while you're on vacation yeah that's true yeah fair it enough i will it, and it i will have well. my mac but yeah it's cool 
anyway, what about you, Dean? What are you playing? Anything? So I have two things. One is uh, I'm an idiot, and this is wow. USB C and USB C, not USB C. The USB A. So my bad okay. for lying I knew earlier. Someone was gonna call you on that and like tell you that you're an awful person, and then you should quit your job because you you said the wrong uh, the wrong. USB it's cable. possible. I'm not, I'm um, not even joking. Like I'm half joking. That's the type of thing <laughs> some, like neck beard ass smartphone fan would would uh, take issue with. Um, but I no, have no, I have a proposition for you two, for a game, and okay, so I need right you guys now. to I need you guys to get this mindset. This but this game's only in beta, but okay. imagine Halo. Temtem. Halo. Okay, okay yeah. you got my but attention. With, with portals. So you teleport around, oh, you make a portal, and you you go through the portals, and you're in like you you just basically like make you just basically teleport around the stage, but like you make portals between two different walls. The game plays just like Halo. It doesn't have it has some of the similar guns. There's like a BR, an AR, a railgun. Its game modes are even called Deathmatch SWAT. Oddball, King of the Hill. Wow. The announcer really is for it. the announcer is almost the same. Maybe what a little sexier in voice. And this That's game is called is to be a Splitgate. Of the Halo announcement. Splitgate. What's... It's called Splitgate. It's in Splitgate. beta right now. It's free to play. Download it. It's fun. On consoles. Consoles. On yeah, I'm gonna play it on on PlayStation. Um, okay. it's super fun. I was playing it the other day, and I'm like, man killing people just like it's halo except for you can make quick escapes because you have a portal set up you just portal somewhere uh, else i might give it a try i have a friend that's been playing it and i've found it really really hard to get back into apex which was my like go-to first person shooter first of all they took away the triple take last season the season they took away my spitfire it just seems like respawn doesn't and the alternator and they want me to be yeah they took away and like <laughs> you have no idea how devastating it was that they took away the spitfire like it I, was my I best was, gun i was doing so good in that game last season particularly in arenas like i i'm old i had a one point like six kd yeah, and i was getting like this enough he's old i am i am old <laughs> i was doing incredibly well and then they took that away from me they nerfed it first and then they took it away from me but like I'm, I'm gonna stop ranting about it. But I, I need a new shooter to play. Long story short, and I don't know if it's gonna be Apex anymore. I got to move on to something else. Apex isn't Infinite bad. It's I, not bad. I the new LMG got rid of the automatic attachment for the Prowler. Yes, they keep which broke my heart. Yeah, but they added a new LMG. It's not bad. I've been loving Apex, but um, uh, and I've been playing it with my friends who, uh, who don't have enough space on their consoles for Splitgate, but my friends who do. Uh, we've been like racking up these kills in split gate teleporting places just it needs a sword it needs grenades all the only thing you can throw grenades at right now are other portals um but you can even shoot like a cannon through someone's portal and hit someone and kill them it's insane definitely try it out it's free why not it looks like company that makes it Oh shit! You guys caught me. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it looks like crap. It does not look good at all. Um, but neither did Halo Two. And yeah, that's uh, that's it. 
that's all I got. I mean, cool for the time that it came out, and I think Halo Two looked really great. Yeah, I, but, I mean, like now, I mean, like you compare it yeah. to what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if that'll be visible on camera. I just poured water all over myself. Oh, I saw it. My water bottle was not attached properly. <laughs> I'm now soaking wet. So that is a good time to, to end the podcast. That's it. Thanks for listening to the Syrupcast. You can find me on Twitter at, at Patrick underscore Rourke and of course on mobileserve.com. Bennett, where can people find you? You can find me anywhere at the Bradfad. I am trying to tweet as much as I can. You know, really just stretching out those thumbs and getting the tweets out there. So follow me on Twitter. And Dean, where can people find you? You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and that's it. At the Daily Dean. Uh, Daily spelled D-A-L-E-Y. Dean spelled the word like the word Dean. If you don't know how to spell it, use the dictionary. Um, and I'm trying to get followers as well on Twitter because I'm trying to beat Bennett and he's beating me by quite a bit. So not yeah. really. You know, I had you about like fifty, maybe less. All right. So much. Anyways. My face so wet. <laughs> yeah, this will be yeah. the podcast forever known as the one where Patrick beat himself and we had to end it. That's what it looks like. It really does look yeah. like it. I But I, I can confirm that I didn't because I did go to the bathroom before the podcast just, just so I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to do that again. Definitely. you. De- I can confirm he did go to the bathroom before. I didn't see the water spill. I just heard about the water on the floor. So I'll leave that up in the air. So, and as always, you can find all of our content on mobilesurf.com and also follow <laughs> us on Twitter and Instagram at at mobilesurf. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.